0: If you're listening to the sound in your ears right now, then you're listening to the show called The Tennis Podcast and the voice emanating from that show into your ears that you're hearing at the exact moment of now is the voice of the host of the show, The Tennis Podcast and that host name is Nick Amell.
1: You lost me. You lost me. Who are you? I'm Brandon. Yeah? Uh, And I'm the sidekick host. Sidekick host. Yeah, you did your best to throw me off with that, that introduction.
0: But I will say that if you if you go back and carefully listen and follow the path of my words, then they are correct You laid accurate. the
1: breadcrumbs. Yeah.
0: It's like watching a movie that leaves little hints throughout and you don't know what it is and then you watch it again and then you're like, oh, that's what that Holy, was. It
1: took a long time just to say, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What is this show? You tell them what the show is because I keep All getting right. it wrong. We guess each other's list. Right. That's it. And I have the list this week. I brought the list. I, I bet I had a question to ask you. Before we start the list, Nick, you ever spend any time in Sunday school? Of course.
0: I grew up in a very
1: Sunday school. Sunday school man- loving home? Yeah. Well, I did too. I did my fair share of time in Sunday school. Hard time. It is hard time. You got to think that at some point there's some preacher that was like, I'm ah, having a hard time getting kids to come to this extra church on Sunday. We need to. We need some kind of a. We could need some kind of name for this earlier church service on Sunday. We need how what what would excite the kids and get them like hopping out of bed on a on a weekend morning. Let's call it school. Sunday school. Yeah, I loved Sunday school. So always loved it. I'm taking never pretended to be sick to get out of going. I'm taking you back to Sunday school. Great, and we're gonna talk about. The Most Mentioned Names in the Bible. Oh. No, no. A lot of our Sunday school... I was a bad student. F- a lot of our Sunday school favorites are popping up in here. And I don't know if this makes the best episode title, Most Mentioned Names in the Bible. We might even have to, just like that first preacher dressed up early extra church uh, into Sunday school, we should dress up this episode name with something like Most Popular Bible Characters or hottest bible characters hottest that's a good one but i would say the preacher you mentioned he didn't dress
0: up the words extra church with sunday school he (laughs) dressed sideways or dressed down yeah that was a lateral move at best yeah lateral move
1: okay so hottest names in the bible these are the names that are mentioned the most times in the bible and i'll go ahead and tell you i did not include god as an entity as one of the names mentioned in the Bible. first guess yeah it's not god when you say names mentioned the
0: most time, is it the names of specific people or it could yes. be pe- yeah. multiple names? So, if there's more than one David.
1: People as in like singular characters. Okay. So, characters mentioned the most, we yeah. could say. Yeah.
0: Fictional characters, am I right?
1: Well, for today's episode, we are going to take the Bible at its word as a literary document. Tell me where you can take it. Right. All the, the counting, the stats for these names. I've actually been working on this for three months.
0: You did this yourself? Yes. How the fuck did you do that?
1: Uh, Just counting, keeping a spreadsheet of Bible names. Well, wait. wait, Nah, I googled it. It's on. Oh, right. God damn. I got it from Southern Nazarene University and they probably paid like a freshman.
0: Well, that's a great segue because today's sponsor of the show is Southern Nazarene
1: University. Uh, Perfect. Somebody there can count very well because I've got I actually have the top fifteen most mentioned it's actually sixteen. There's a tie for number for wow,
0: everyone hang on, give everyone a minute to pick themselves off the floor from being so impressed with you for collecting all sixteen. I Googled them. So yeah, let's uh let's just get right into it. The names mentioned or no. So it's the people. Let's let's just say people. Most mentioned, it's not the names. Most yeah. mentioned
1: people in the Bible.
0: Okay. Now I did grow up in church, mm-hmm. but it has been a minute since I've been in a church. And it's been a minute since I've cracked open that literary document, but I feel like I could do okay on this let's start with
1: let's start with Moses Moses is number three Knew He's it. the third most mentioned person in the Bible he mentioned eight hundred and three times God loved talking about Moses is that
0: strictly eight hundred three times like within his section or did I no. mention him later That's from the
1: f- Yeah, from all all throughout and they mentioned that he's mentioned in the New Testament as well. What did he ever do to get mentioned so much? Am I right? Well, I'm about to tell you, he did a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Now, most of these stories I think people probably know, but maybe some people don't. Maybe some people escaped Sunday school. Oh, God bless them.
0: Or they follow other religions, Brandon. That's how they escaped. Yeah, okay.
1: Moses was an Israelite prophet. He was born... An Israelite slave in Egypt. Him too, huh? Yeah, at this time, the pharaoh, he's sick of all these Israelite babies. (laughs) He said, all the little male babies, you got to drown them in the river. No, that's not... That is exactly what he said. No, I know, but it wasn't because he was just sick of them. (laughs) Oh, because he was afraid that their numbers were growing too many. He was afraid that they were going to rebel against him. And he was sick of a babies. He was sick of listening to the crying all the time. He said, yeah, pop him in the water. This woman had a baby and said, not my baby. She stuck him in a basket mm-hmm. and put him in the Nile River and he floated down in the Pharaoh's daughter. Is that? What? I mean, is it if you're told to drown your baby and you just put him
0: unprotected in a basket, Down like the largest river in the world. I mean, is that really so much better? (laughs) A
1: crocodile could have gotten him. Yeah. But a crocodile didn't get him if Pharaoh's daughter got him. Pretty much if you're going to get got by anybody, you want the Pharaoh's daughter to pull you out of the river. Why didn't the Pharaoh just kill that baby still? It's like when your dad says, we're not getting a dog and then some stray dog shows up and you feed him. He's kind of cute and he's like, all right, well, this one can stay, but no more dogs. Yeah. Okay. Then Moses grew up and he became an adult and he knew that he was an Israelite. Mm-hmm. He killed a slave master that was beating one of his Israelite brethren. And then he had to flee to the desert because you're not supposed to kill those guys. <laughs> of course. Even though you want to. Everybody wants to. And when he went to the desert, that's where he got married to his wife, Zipporah. He met her in the desert? Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Yeah, I guess she lived <laughs> out there.
0: <laughs> but I mean,. But what does that mean, running out to the desert? You're just It's like being a, a mountain
1: man but in the desert, right? There were places around. It was a desert area. I don't think I it mean, was just the middle of the desert.
0: But Egypt is a desert. It's all oh, desert.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah, he's just trading one for another. Anyway, God came down and was a burning bush. <laughs> I'm not drunk. This is the real story. No, I know. I know. God caught a bush on fire and told Moses, you're going to lead all your people straight out of Egypt to the promised land. Get going. And Moses is like, "Ah, me not talk so good. (sighs) Because he was not a good speaker. I don't know if he stuttered or what, but that was his excuse to not do it. But anyway, God said, "Now you got to go do it anyway. And you can take your brother Aaron. Aaron can speak for you. So he went back to Egypt. He told Pharaoh, you know, let my people go. Pharaoh says, whoa,
0: let my people go. Bow, bow, whoa, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, whoa, let my people go. I guarantee you that the majority of our listeners were singing that song as soon as you said it.
1: So, I just had to give it to them. I think most of them rammed their car into the first guardrail. (laughs) They're gone now. Yeah. So anyway, I regret nothing. Now, the 10 plagues were all a bunch of crazy fucked up stuff. I didn't write them all down, but it was nuts. They said it rained frogs, it rained blood, the rivers turned to blood, all the animals died, there were flies everywhere, there was locusts everywhere. It's like the day Trump became president. People's butts fell off. (laughs) That didn't happen. (laughs) But then they had the Passover. That that was the last plague. The last plague was the worst. It was God was going to kill every firstborn son in Egypt unless you kill the little baby lamb and then paint its blood above your door and then you'd be passed over. Your kid wouldn't get killed. Hell of a guy, that God. This is some wild shit. We're going to learn today. Old Testament God did, did and said some wild shit. So, then Moses said, everybody, we got to get the fuck out of here right now and he parted the Red Sea and they ran across it and then it came back together and it smushed the (laughs) Pharaoh in water, drowned him. smushed, yeah. Okay. Uh, Then Moses led the people uh, and he went up Mount Sinai by himself, high-fived God and got the Ten Commandments. Yeah. The Ten Commandments were written on these big stone tablets. He came back down the mountain and looked around and everybody had started worshiping a golden cow. Wait, no, stop there. What? He came back down from the mountain. He, when yeah. he went up the mountain, he was like, everybody, okay, keep doing what you're doing. Chill out. Don't get out of hand. Keep praying to God and loving God and stuff. I got to go up here and I got to talk to God. He's got some notes to pass me. I'm going to bring him back down and we'll go from there. Okay? Break. He goes up the mountain and gets the Ten Commandments, he hustles them back down the mountain when he gets back. These idiots and it's just the time it took him to go up the mountain and get these stone tablets, they have made a golden, <laughs> a, a cow made out of gold and that's their new god. But what, how, what
0: is the conversation that happens among these people that say this thing that we know we made right here during this time is somehow divine and we need to worship it? Uh,
1: I have a lot of questions. And it happened in the amount of time it took him to get up and down a mountain. Well, you know,
0: I think when everyone thinks of this story, at least for me, like when you think of the story of... Most people have heard the story. Moses goes up the mountain, gets the Ten Commandments, comes back down. When you say it, you think, oh, he just went up and did it, came back. But it was probably... Yeah, it was like 30 days or something. Yeah, it was like days or weeks okay, or months. Okay, 30
1: days to go from I believe in this God to like, uh, how about this thing that was a bunch of our jewelry... <laughs> Until a couple weeks ago, until some crazy guy convinced everybody to melt that, smelt that shit down and forge a calf. We'll forge our own God. And then worship it. What do you think is going to happen by worshiping that? What happened was the same How thing. How do you get happened. all the tablets down? There's 10 of them. And wasn't he an old man no, by this point? there was five written on each tablet and he had one in each hand. Oh, yeah. And he comes back down the mountain. He sees the golden calf and all these idiots are around worshiping it and he's like, God damn it. And he breaks the Ten Commandments and he's like, fuck, that was another thing I wasn't supposed to do, say god damn it. So, he's like, all right, everybody, calm the fuck down. He's like, first of all, <laughs> I got to write these Ten Commandments down on another stone, I guess. I shouldn't have broken that. That's going to be hard to replace. Uh, also, we're going to melt down this cow and if I saw you, when I came down here, if I saw you worshiping the cow, we're going to pour the molten gold into your mouths.
0: Wait, that happened? I
1: think so. He put po-
0: that murder, right? He
1: murdered him? They this? said that he fed it to him. So, this
0: is God and Moses murdering a bunch of people on God their own. God and
1: Moses murdered
0: people all the time. No, I know, but I just want to underline this point for people that are not familiar, because I had forgotten that, that they force fed them all the
1: gold. Yeah. Shouldn't have done it. Well, anyway, after that, they wandered through the desert for 40 years. <laughs> They should have stuck with the calf. Trying to find the promised land. Yeah, the calf was already there. (laughs) Now, Moses died within sight of the promised land. He wasn't allowed to enter it. Why? Well, if I tell you why, it'll ruin one of the other uh, answers. But we'll find out later why he died within sight of the promised land at the age of 120.
0: Didn't they, in the Old Testament, there were people that lived to like a thousand years old or yeah, shit? Yeah,
1: well, no, I don't know about a thousand, but we're going to hear some wild stuff today about okay. around ages too.
0: By the way, when I, the church I grew up in, we were taught that the Bible was to be taken literally. Was it that way for you? Yes. So, I was taught as a child that there wasn't literal Adam and Eve and they were literally created yeah. and they literally, li- every, like everything that was written in the Bible was, was fact. So and, and I know not all sect, not all forms of uh, Bible teaching teach that way, so
1: for whatever it's worth. Well, I have one more little bit on uh, Moses, and it's one of the like craziest metal things I've ever seen in the Bible. I didn't realize Moses said this. This was during the war against the Midianites. He said, "Have ye saved all the women alive? Behold, oh, these caused the children of Israel through the council of Balaam, to commit trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. Now, therefore, kill every male among the little ones, and kill every woman that hath known a man by lying with him. But all the women, children, that hath not known a man by lying with him, keep alive for yourselves. What... Isn't that?
0: <laughs> How does this shit get overlooked in this? Like, no one ever talks about that part of the story. He said
1: all the women—children hyphen children, who have not known a man by lying with him—take them for yourselves, keep alive for yourselves. How is this okay? Well, when Kobe died, everybody forgot that he raped a chick. <laughs> yeah, but damn, it's like. Well, I mean, there's
0: just so much. I mean, millions and millions of people that like mm-hmm. live their life by this shit. And sure, the Bible has a lot of good lessons in it, no doubt. But it's like. I don't know. I'm you dropping can't...
1: knowledge today then, aren't no, I? No,
0: you just can't pick and choose the parts of the Bible that are good. You have to take it all or none of it, in my opinion. So, anyway, I don't have a point. Lots, just... a
1: lot to digest today. Yeah.
0: All right. So, that's Moses. Moses, hell of a guy. Damn. 120. I bet he still had a great ass though, at, even at the end because of all those years in the desert.
1: You don't have an ass past like age 80. Well, then let's talk about Noah. Noah is not in the top 10.
0: Okay. So, do you want to stop playing April Fool's jokes on me and admit that
1: Noah's in the top 10? He's not.
0: How is that possible? He built the damn ark. The earth and life would not exist as it does today without Noah.
1: That's true. However, no. His grandson is definitely in the top 10 and is mentioned prominently.
0: I don't remember who his grandson is, but... Uh, you will.
1: So I didn't know this person was his grandson.
0: Well, I guess we're all the grandson of Noah technically, right? Yes. So, Brandon, you and I are related.
1: Uh, well, I'm gonna have to let twenty three and me look into that.
0: <laughs> Our next sponsor to twenty three and me. Okay, how about Joshua? Didn't he take over for Moses after
1: Moses died? No, you're thinking of someone else. But Joshua is number eleven on the list. Who is Joshua again? Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Yeah, I thought that was the Nos- or the Moses tribe that fought that. Was uh, that not... Maybe, I don't know, but it wasn't, he wasn't, okay. he wasn't the second banana to Moses. That second banana is on the top 10 though. Yeah, I don't
0: remember his name at the moment, but let's do another old asshole who was willing, ready and able to murder his son at the top of a mountain mm-hmm. because his nice loving God asked him to nicely. Yeah. And that would be Abraham.
1: Yeah, Abraham is the one who is the grandson of Noah. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know that till today either. Abraham is number seven on the list. He is mentioned in the Bible 294 times, with 56 of those being under his original name of Abram. So, Abraham, you might know him as the common patriarch of Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and some other religions. And the 16th president. And he started out, like I said, named Abram. And his grandfather was Noah, who built an ark. Mm -hmm. Uh, Abraham was really tight with God. He married a woman by the name of Sarah and she was barren. And the Bible is very quick to point out that Sarah was barren. Her womb was a rocky place where Abram's seed could find no purchase. You might say it was a desert. Now, when Abram was 99 years old, Uh uh-huh. God declared Abraham, or declared him to, he said, hey, your new name is Abraham. Just
0: got to add some ham
1: in there. Yeah. Uh, He says it means the father of many nations. And God said, but wait, there's more. Sarah, your wife, who is 90 years old. Oh, baby. She's going to have a son. And Abraham laughed at this news. But he believed God so much. That he invented circumcision right then and he had his whole entire household, including himself and his first son, 13-year-old Ishmael, circumcised. Now, what, what was the point of the
0: circumcision? I forget.
1: It's like a symbol of your the covenant with God, I think. But what... I don't know.
0: Because Abram made that shit up, right? He's like, to show you how great you are, I'm going to chop off part of my penis right yeah. here and I'm going to do it to my son too. And I mean, all his
1: servants too. Everyone who was a male in his house. Yeah,
0: and there's no pain medication like, back then, people.
1: I didn't know the boss was going to be cutting his cock off. <laughs> I know this was part of the job. Yeah,
0: fuck, man, where's that? Where's a golden calf when you need one to worship? Golden calf never made you cut off your dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, the golden, co- yeah, golden calf left my dick alone. Sarah did have a son, his name was Isaac. And when Isaac was a kid, God told Abraham, hey. Kill that son bitch. Yeah, God was kind of, I mean, they say you can't understand his ways. He works in mysterious ways. Well, this is one hell of a mystery here. He says, hey, Abraham, go kill your son. <laughs> if you really love me, uh, kill your kid. And Abraham's like, we thought my wife was barren for like 70 years. And she miraculously has a kid and now I got to kill him? And not only that, but he said, you got to kill him on this mountain that's three days away. Uh, So, Abraham traveled for three days with a bunch of servants and his son Isaac and then he made Isaac carry the wood up the mountain on which he would be sacrificed. Oh my God. He wasn't
0: just killed, he was... Or he wasn't just going to kill him, he was going to sacrifice him. Something about that wording.
1: Uh, Along the way, Isaac asked his father, you know, innocently, where is the animal for the burnt offering? And Abraham replied, "God will provide Himself a lamb for a burnt offering." This is a horror film, is what it is. That's what I thought. Yeah, it sounds like something out of The Witch. So, just as Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac, he got interrupted by an angel. Hate that. And the angel said,
0: "Angels interrupt me too, but usually not when I'm." I'm going to the bathroom. Get out of here.
1: (laughs) Save it. He saw uh, behind the angel a ram. That was caught in a thicket by its horns, and he said, "I'll use that instead." So he untied Isaac, and he was like, "Hey, don't tell your mom about the knife thing, okay?" Yeah, what did Isaac think about this? And that'd be the first thing you'd say is like, "Don't tell your mom."
0: Yeah, of course. So God's testing him, right? Testing his faith.
1: Mm-hmm. But well, why? for his obedience. Well, Look, here's why he proved his obedience, and he got another promise of numerous descendants and abundant prosperity. And he got to keep being alive. How does a 99-year-old man even climb a mountain? Well, at this time, he would have been more than 100. He lived to the age of uh, 175. I have to imagine he looked like exactly like a little brown Yoda. Living to 175
0: pre, you know, over 2,000 years, I don't know how, tens of thousands, I don't know how many fucking years ago. Long ass time ago. Think of how
1: old they looked when they were 30. Yeah. And there's no modern medicine. They got to look like a churro or something when they're... A <laughs> churro. We love and respect and appreciate all of our churro-looking listeners. A churro would be awesome right now. Anyway, yeah. you got uh, Abraham in number seven. All right. I guess another Bible guy. David. King David. King David. David is number two. Really? On the list. That's high. He was mentioned 971 times. Can't keep David's name out of our mouth. Oh, wow. Well, let me tell you a little bit about old David. He was the there's son a of a few Davids, right? Because there's the David that killed Goliath. David the Numb. David. No, there's just, this is all the same David. It's the same guy?
0: Is this the David that kept watching some chick across this oh, way yeah. oh, in the way? Oh, yeah. Bat? We're going to get to that. <laughs> That's the same David that killed Goliath? Oh, yeah. Damn.
1: This guy led a hell of a life. All right, let's get to it. All right. David was the son of a uh, fellow goes by the name of Jesse. It was one of the easiest names in the Bible.
0: Yeah, that is a very unbiblical name. I don't like it.
1: So, he's the son of Jesse. He was the youngest of Jesse's eight sons. Now, when David was growing up, the king of Israel was Saul. And Saul had a prophet named Samuel that kind of worked with him. And Samuel, uh, God got pissed off at Saul for something which we'll discuss at some point later. God told Samuel, like, you got to find a new king. And it's going to be this kid, uh, the shepherd kid over there, David. And Samuel's like, hmm, I got to hold on to that in my back pocket. Uh, so God still wasn't through fucking with Saul for uh, pissing <laughs> yeah. him off. God just needs to take a chill pill. It God's like. It d- has no chill in the Old Testament. <laughs> so he sent an evil spirit. <laughs> To torment King Saul. No.
0: And
1: I don't, I don't know. know. what It said. It just says an evil spirit. I don't know. I guess it was like singing in his ear. Just... <laughs> na, 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 na. It sounded like uh, kids singing jingle bells in the summertime. Who would be an evil spirit today that you wouldn't want haunting well, my you? My kid sings jingle bells in like the middle of June. <laughs> it, I think that sounds like an evil spirit tormenting me. What about Santa Baby? Does he sing that? No, he doesn't know, he doesn't know that song. So I'm going to teach him. King Saul's servants said uh, they recommended that he call in the best lyre player in the land. Now, the L-Y-R-E, the lyre, it's like a little harp. And David could play the lyre like fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan.
0: (laughs) Okay, David.
1: (laughs) So, they bring in David. He could play a chord that pleased the Lord and King Saul loved it. So, then... He's up dancing, he's up... They're fighting the Philistines. They're like, who's going to go... The Philistines have a fucking giant. They have a guy who's like nine or ten feet tall, biggest swinging donkey dong you've ever seen, <laughs> comes out with a sword and a shield and no man can beat him and David pipes up and he's like, I'll do it and they're like, did the fucking harp player just say he was going to do it? And he does. He goes out there in his flip-flops with the slingshot and wickety-whack beans the giant in the forehead and kills him and then he goes and chops off his head. Yeah, they leave that part out at <laughs> Sunday school story too. Yeah, the part where this little guy who just used a slingshot, yeah, is holding up this gnarly giant's head. I hold up a gnarly giant's head too sometimes, am I right? So, after that, Saul said, David, you have command over all my armies but then Saul got afraid of how popular David had become David had to flee and hide for a while. That's a... Desert? Yeah, that's a recurring theme in the Bible. Like, shit goes wrong, you just flee. Yep. But then Saul gets killed in a battle and David returns and he becomes king. So, now David's the king and one night he's standing outside, well, I guess with half a boner and he sees this woman. <laughs> he sees this woman. Now, get talk about appropriate names. She's bathing outside. Yeah,
0: outside, right? Yeah,
1: and her name is Bathsheba. Bathsheba? Bathsheba.
0: Is that a first and last name?
1: No, that's just her name, Bathsheba. Bathsheba? Yeah. It sounds like a lady who would work at a hair salon or something now. Bathsheba. No, it sounds
0: like whoever was writing and making this story up as they went, they're like...
1: Bathsheba? (laughs) They're
0: like running out of ideas and just name her fucking Bathsheba.
1: I don't know. Bath. Bath something. Yeah. So, he sees this lady taking a bath outside clearly moaning for a bonin if she's oh, just taking a bath outside. No. So, he summons her and he lays on top of her and gets her pregnant. Okay. And then he's well, like... Was it consensual? Do we know? We don't. The Bible was not specific but he did lay on top of her. So, he's like, well, how do I fix this? I know, I'll kill her husband. <laughs> he's away fighting for Israel. Uh, and he does. His name, this guy's name was Uriah, and he had him killed in a battle. And then he married his widow, Bathsheba. Well, doesn't he put her on the front?
0: Put the husband on the front line of the army? Yeah. Now, uh, oh God. So David went from a hero to a villain, right, in the story, basically. Or is this not seen as a bad thing?
1: No, it was bad. the next part is okay. The next ahead. part starts with the words "for his sin." For his sin, God has David's son Absalom. Rebel against Israel and Absalom's long hair, it got caught in the branches of a tree. David's like military commander Joab ran up and killed him. Probably stabbed a bunch of times and chopped his head off. It wasn't specific, but At David's command? No. It was just in the heat of battle. You know, okay. his son had led the rebellion and Joab's like, I take down rebels. So he went stab, 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 chop. This is God using people as chessboard pieces
0: because he takes the son to rebel against David because of what David did and then the son just
1: dies. God's like, oh, that didn't work. Let's go to the next thing. He should have killed her husband before he laid on top of her. Yeah. Or how about just kill David, God? Well, David didn't get to live to be 186 years old like everybody else. He died at the age of 70 after reigning for 40 years uh, and he passed down the crown to the son that he had with Bathsheba. And a footnote about David. Michelangelo made a statue of him and gave him the tiniest meat I've ever seen on a sculpture. <laughs> Michelangelo must have hated David.
0: Did David like never get any punishment for what he did? Other, I guess his son died. Yeah. But I didn't get the sense that he really gave a shit about the son anyway. He probably shrugged that off. Well, fuck. That's David number two. Is the story of David and Goliath, would you say that's the most popular slash famous slash referenced story in the Bible outside of like something involving Jesus? Probably a
1: tie between that and Noah's Ark.
0: I think it's Noah, David, and I'm talking about
1: their stories. Noah, David,
0: maybe Adam and Eve? I don't know. So, is Adam and Adam and or Eve on here?
1: The rescuers down under? <sighs> no, Adam and Eve aren't on here. And in fact, there's no women in the list. Well, of course not. Can't have women. And surprise.
0: Women are there to take baths and get <laughs> pregnant as long as they're not barren.
1: Yo, I was going to say or be marked barren. Can you imagine a 90-something-year-old lady giving birth? <laughs> Can you imagine a 99-year-old guy fucking her? <sighs> well,
0: that's... Uh, yeah, okay. I know number one, I assume, as long as he's not disqualified
1: from No, those. he's not disqualified. Okay, but well, I'll save him. Let's do him last. He is who he is. I am what I am. No ladies. No Noah. Two, A couple of them we've already mentioned. Well, you said Joshua was 11. Yeah. Goliath? No. We just mentioned Samuel? No. Sa- Sa- Saul. Sa- Saul. Saul. King Saul. He's number five. Was he the king of? Egypt? Israel. Israel, okay. Uh, he was mentioned 362 times. Yeah, he was king before old David. He was the first king of the kingdom of Israel and Judah. He was, listen to this shit, Saul, son of Kish, of the family Mitrites, member of the tribe of Benjamin, married to Ahinoam, who bore him four sons, Abinadab, Malkishua, Ishbosheth, and Jonathan.
0: Now, is this an Israel recipe book you're reading me? Or are no. these he also, names and of And two
1: people. daughters, names of Merib and Makal. Makal? Michelle. And he also had a concubine named Rizpah.
0: What is a concubine?
1: Concubine is a woman who's not your wife who you just use for making more kids. <sighs> uh, he had two sons with her, Armani and Mephibosheth.
0: Of course, I love Mishinobeth.
1: Now Saul, Beth. he loved going to war. He led military campaigns against the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, Aram, Rehob, and the kings of Zobah, the Philistines, and the Amalekites.
0: Now, these are all ancient cities that no longer exist, right?
1: This is all, yeah, all kinds of tribes and shit that like, isn't nuts? Every single one of these had their own like cultures and customs, probably like language or dialect, their own histories and stuff. And they're just some name that we're like, what the f- oh, Edomites, it sounds a little bit like Edomame.
0: <laughs> it is crazy.
1: So, God said to Saul through the prophet Samuel, the last ones I mentioned, the Amalekites, God told him to utterly destroy them. Why? Uh, Because that's how he was feeling that day. (sighs) (laughs) I'm really getting sick of God's shit. So, Saul killed all the men, the women, the children, and the poor quality livestock. He kept the king of the Amalekites alive. And he kept the good quality livestock alive. That, in David's story, is why God got pissed and said, Saul, you can't be king no more. Wait, so I thought God wanted him to destroy them. He wanted him to destroy them. Saul kept the king alive and kept the good quality livestock alive. Why did he keep the king alive? I don't know. Hopefully to torture him.
0: (laughs) Hopefully, yeah.
1: God says, you don't get to be king anymore. I'm going to make a shepherd boy who can play the harp, pretty sweet. I'm going to make him a king instead. He also gets to marry your daughter. After all the shit, Saul was like, fuck this. He went to battle. I can't remember who they're battling with. In the battle of Gilboa, he purposely fell on his sword. Suicide. I think so.
0: But man, I I don't mean to keep like harping on God, but like he really changes in the New Testament. Yeah. Because here he's telling people what's going to happen to them. Well,
1: In Christianity, that's kind of the point of Jesus in the New Testament. Jesus is like, okay, we're not doing any more of this crazy wild man stuff anymore. I'm going to go and take all the hits that you'd be dishing out Old Testament style. I'll take these hits so that everyone else can live, you know, free of your crazy rules and wildness.
0: All right. So, uh, you, I don't, Saul had just killed himself in battle.
1: Yeah. That was the end of old Saul.
0: So, let's talk about New Testament for a bit here. Well, actually, I couldn't tell you if this guy was new or old. I think he's new because he was after... I think he's after Jesus, but uh,
1: Peter? Paul? Those guys? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, not Peter, but yeah, Paul. We can talk about, talk about Paul. Paul's number Peter, 10. Peter was a disciple. Peter was a, an apostle and one of Jesus's 12 disciples. Yeah. Okay. Peter was then... there like at the crucifixion and stuff. And Paul was before Jesus. And Paul was after, God which damn. is exactly what we're about to talk about. Paul's okay. number 10 on the list. He's mentioned 228 times despite not showing up until the book of acts. 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 Not acts like it would be badass if he was wielding an axe, but acts like... Like sister act. Yeah.
0: Sister acts. The sequel to
1: Sister Act, Sister acts. Yeah, so Paul was uh, an apostle, although, like I mentioned, he did not he was not a contemporary of Jesus. He was born Saul of Tarsus. His original name was Saul, and before he converted, he was a bit of an ass to, <laughs> yeah. to Christians. He persecuted Christians. I believe his job was like a tax collector.: Man, that would have been
0: a fun job.
1: He was an all-around beehole.
0: If you collect taxes out there, just unsubscribe from our show.
1: So, Paul was on the road to Damascus and, you know, he didn't buy this Jesus stuff. That wasn't his bag. But he had a vision on the road of Jesus. Jesus shows up and he says, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul's like, what the fuck? Who are you? (laughs) And Jesus says, I am Jesus, the one you're persecuting. And then Jesus says, uh, one of the kind of cooler and more metal things in the New Testament, he says, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks.
0: The fuck does that mean?
1: The persecution hurts. It's hard for him to grow his audience, to grow his congregation with jerks like Saul tearing him down. Now, is this before or after Saul helped Walter and Jesse? Hmm, Let's just let it sit. Let all him right. marinate. <laughs> I don't... So, anyway, I... for his trouble, uh, God blinded Paul for three days. <laughs> so, someone led him into D- Damascus by hand and he started praying his ass off, you know, apologizing. You got to. Yeah. He converted and his sight came back. Look at that. From there, we all know the age old story. He started ministering here, there, and everywhere, wrote a bunch of letters. He was basically a big blowhard. (laughs) You know, Thomas Jefferson wrote a lot about like uh, the Bible and stuff. And he wrote that Paul, to him, he said he was the first person, first corruptor of the doctrines of Jesus. Thomas Jefferson didn't think much of Paul.
0: But why? Is Thomas Jefferson basing that off of Paul's writings? Yeah. Didn't Paul write his own story in the Bible?
1: Yeah. Paul twisted a bunch of stuff. I saw three different passages today where he was against homosexuality. He was really turned off by that. Well, a lot of people were in those days. So he got arrested and sent to Rome on account of he was a Christian and people were sick of their business. He spent two years in Rome under house arrest waiting for trial. And it didn't say anything about the trial, just skipped right to him getting his head chopped off in Rome. Oh, fuck, (laughs) by orders of Nero, Emperor Nero. Uh, So, that's Paul. His head came off.
0: God damn. It's weird to think of even back in these days, 2,000 years ago, you still had to wait two years for your damn trial. Yeah. And they chopped his
1: head off. Damn. His head came right off.
0: Okay. Is Daniel from the lion's den in here? No. Solomon.
1: Solomon is number eight on the list. I knew it. He's mentioned 272 times. Let me tell you a little bit about old Solomon. He was a fabulously wealthy and wise king of the United Kingdom of Israel who succeeded his father, King David. So Solomon was the son of David. He was very wealthy and he was very wise. Was he the son of the Bath Lady? Yes, he was the second child of David and Bathsheba. Their first child did not live. It was punishment because that's the child that she got pregnant with when she was having the adultery with David. Which we still don't know if it was consensual. No, we just know he laid on top of her. Yeah. So Solomon became king at age 15 and he is perhaps best known for the story of his wisdom. It's called the Judgment of Solomon. See if you've heard this story before. There's two women and they each lay claim to being the mother of the same child. Solomon easily resolved the dispute by commanding the child to be cut in half yeah. and shared between the two women. One woman promptly renounced her claim, proving she would rather give up the child than see it killed. Solomon declared the woman who showed compassion to be the true mother entitled to the whole child. Didn't the Bible steal this
0: story from the Seinfeld episode where Newman suggested cutting the bike in half?
1: <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Do you see how stupid this story is? Because you're telling me that the other woman was like, "Yeah, cut him in half. Let's do it. Cut the child in half." Yeah, to she where probably he's...
1: just said like, "Half a kid's better than none."
0: <laughs> but the kid's dead. What's up? I'll take a half a kid. It's just that I just don't see you're it. You're gonna
1: cut him from the top. I think it's only fair if you cut him from you know vertically. If this happened, I guarantee you. If you're gonna cut him top and bottom, I want the top half. Yeah, no, you got to cut them... I don't want the part that pisses and shits. Well...
0: I want the cute half. If you cut them vertically though, like to where there's one leg and one arm for each... One butt cheek. One butt cheek. Yep. Do you think you could cut in half just right to where one of the halves can still live?
1: What? Are you, you serious? Cut,
0: if No, if you cut a person <laughs> down... <laughs> if you cut a person right down the middle...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, okay, not right down the middle, but cut close enough to the middle to where they maintain enough of their brain and heart.
1: Are you talking like a cup? No, you can't do that.
0: (laughs) Yes, you can. That won't work. Why? People live without an arm and a leg all the time.
1: For starters, you don't have the same amount of stuff on both sides of your body. Your liver is on one side. I said
0: near the middle.
1: You can't just...
0: (laughs) Is there enough stuff? You
1: can't just squeeze in a liver.
0: Well, some of the stuff you don't need, like the gallbladder. I think you need that. Ah, eh, you don't fucking know. The spleen. I don't know. There's one of them. You, you don't need, need. your appendix? appendix. You don't need your appendix. So just leave the appendix, let that go to the dead half, and then you keep the vital organs. But you don't you know. We gotta talk about need, Solomon. You don't
1: even need the whole organ. All right, let's talk about Solomon. You you need the whole organ. No, I already got the whole organ, am I right? So listen, according to the biblical account, Solomon was giving everybody the whole organ. He had 700 wives and 300 concubines and wore his dick down to a little nub. What do you want me to say to this? I, you don't have to say anything. Just... I, 700, so a thousand women
0: that he would routinely have sex with. I mean, Is that what I'm hearing?
1: It doesn't sound like any, anything routine about this. This sounds like an insatiable pervert. Anyway, Solomon's wives turned his heart after other gods. So he married women from like uh, everywhere. Like that was part of how he like made deals and stuff. He was a real uh, Ronald Rump of uh, of his time, I guess, wheeling and dealing. You're fired. Yeah. So he married a bunch of wives that you know were from like other nations and stuff. And they said like, "Oh, you, where I come from, we got this sweet golden cow. You ought to try worshiping <laughs> the golden cow." And he- Yeah. Nothing good
0: ever happened to any one of those people from (laughs) worshiping the cow.
1: So, he starts building temples to all this crazy stuff that they're, you know, bringing from all corners of the earth and incurs the divine anger and retribution of God. Don't want that. God says he's going to divide his kingdom after Solomon's death, which he does. And Solomon, because all that fucking died at the young age of 60, Solomon banged himself to an early grave of 60. 60's
0: not so bad back then. Solomon number 8. What about Satan?
1: I wish. No, he's not on here. Fuck. Lucifer? God damn it. If I should have just lied and said he was on here so I could talk about the devil. Yeah, we are talking about the devil. I love the devil. Hey, everybody out there, I don't think the devil is like a real dude who's like an evil Satan guy and wants to like bring harm to the world. I do think he's the most awesome, metal, fun character in all of history, and we don't have enough fun with the devil.
0: Does he sound that much worse than what <laughs> God has done to all throughout today so far? We're oh, about to hear more stuff. And by the way, isn't the great irony of all this that when God chooses these kings and talks to these people, he already knows the end result of all of it because doesn't God know all?
1: Uh, He seems to get surprised.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because he gets angry. It's like... He sets himself
1: up for disappointment, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so another guess. Why don't I guess Judas? No. What about the the king who ordered Jesus' death? What's his name? Herod. Is he in
1: here? The ordered the death of like little baby Jesus? No, who, cru- who crucified Jesus. Oh, uh, Pontius Pilate? No, he's not in there. What about Herod? No. There, so there are one, two, three, four names remaining. One of them is a New Testament name. The other three are Old Testament. Jacob. Jacob is number four on the list. I knew it. He is mentioned 363 times. Jacob was a twin brother of Esau. Now, Esau's such a cooler name. Why couldn't we talk about Esau? Now, listen. Remember Abraham, his son was Isaac, right? Yeah. Isaac had Jacob and Esau. So, Abraham was Jacob's grandfather. Cool. Okay. Isaac and Rebekah had Jacob and Esau. They were twins. They had been married for 20 years and didn't have any kids. And Isaac was 60 years old. And (whistles) Rebekah... Pops out two twin boys. The firstborn, Esau, he came out covered with red hair as if he were wearing a hairy garment. And And then (laughs) his heel was grasped by the hand of Jacob, the secondborn. Now, Isaac favored the manly, hairy hunter brother, Esau. Oh, yeah. Got to. Rebecca favored Jacob, the inside boy. So Esau is out hunting. Being Harry, doing manly stuff. He's hung- hungry as hell. Comes into the tent. Jacob says, Esau, are you hungry? <laughs>
0: okay, come on. <laughs> oh, you're being a little bit. That's just unfair. how he talked. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Esau's like, hell yeah, bro, I'm super hungry. So hungry I would give up my birthright for some stew. And Jacob's like, I can arrange that. <laughs> God, So, Esau gives up his birthright for a bowl of stew, but Jacob still has to convince.
0: What does that mean, give up his birthright?
1: It's a bunch of like land and money and cows and shit. For some stew? For some stew. That's how hungry he was, and that's how good the stew that Jacob made. (sighs) So, with Rebecca's help, with his mom's help, Jacob covered his arms in goat fur to trick his blind father. And giving him Esau's birthright. So, he's going to come in and say, hey, blind father, it's time to receive my birthright. And his father would reach out and say, let me feel your arms. <laughs> this is not real. You're making this up. <laughs> well, this is, no, this isn't the Bible. He says, let me feel your arms, Esau. As is our routine. <laughs> Jacob sticks out his arms that are covered with goat hair and he's like, it's me, daddy. Feel all that hair. Uh, oh, my God. And his Father's like getting his, his fingers tangled in the goat hair. It's like Esau, it's really you home from the hunt? And Jacob's like Yes Daddy, it's me. Stop it. You're getting my fur all matted. This is such fucking bullshit. So I don't So then Jacob goes on a journey. And he goes to the desert, he gets sleepy, God said, Grab a rock, use it for a pillow. Why does he have to ask God for that? Why can't He, he didn't. Just... He just said, I'm sleepy. God was the one who interjected said, use a rock for a pillow, idiot. Because he did it. He, because he said it. He did no. it. So, when he lay down on the rock Did he still have
0: the goat hair on this whole time?
1: Nah, he took that <laughs> shit off. He tricked that dad. So, anyway, he fell asleep and then he had a vision of a ladder or a staircase to heaven, stairway to heaven with angels going up and down the staircase. Mm -hmm. And a voice of God came down and gave him many blessings. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Why is this guy getting rewarded? I don't know. It seems like a dick. Like he's so far, he's been a bit of a dick. He's an inside boy. And now he's out camping and stuff. Anyway, he met his first wife when he was 77 years old and she was 14. Oh, cool. So, her name was Rachel. She was 14. He's an old geezer and he made an agreement with Rachel's father. He would work for seven years, then he would have her hand in marriage. It's a long-ass time to wait. Can't you just like go, there's other women out there. Especially when you're 77. So, seven years later, he's 84 and he says, it's been seven years of me working for you, can I have her hand in marriage? And instead, her father's like, hmm, how about her older sister Leah? And he's like, fuck, fine, I'll take her. He marries her older sister Leah. Goes off for a week, bangs the shit out of her, comes back and he's like, well, I still want Rachel. I'll work for you for another seven years if you let me marry her.
0: What an... This guy sucks at negotiating, by the way. Yeah. I'll just do another seven
1: years and hope he says yes then. And then her father says, sure. He's still got seven years. By the way, he's going to end up, end this indentured servitude and earn his wife's hand officially when he's 91. But anyway, he was celibate until the age of 84. <sighs> And then he banged away like it was nobody's business. He fathered 12 children in the next seven years.
0: Between the two sisters?
1: Yeah. Hold on a second. So, he had
0: more than one wife.
1: No, hold on a second. Okay. Don't skip it. Don't press fast forward. Now, first of all, he had four sons with Leah, the older sister, immediately. She bore him Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Rachel was barren. Yep. So, she gave Jacob her handmaid, Bilhah, who bore him two sons, Dan and Nephtali. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> so, then Leah's like, I'm not going to be outdone by that. Now, you can fuck my handmaid, Zilpah. And she gave him two more sons, Gad and Asher. So, then Leah gets fertile again. She's ready to for another round. She bears two sons, Issachar and Zebulun who was great in Star Trek, and Jacob's only daughter named Dinah. And then Rachel, who had been barren this whole time, watching everybody else pump out sons, finally gets her two sons in, Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph. Then Jacob decides he wants to journey back home to Canaan, the promised land. So, he transported his family and his flocks across the river one night. How many kids is this? At this point. A fucking shitload million. Like
0: like 20 at least? 13. It's all about just, the name of the game back then was just get some kids.
1: Make a bunch. Yeah. So, he transported his family and flocks, crossed the river one night and he crossed back to the other side to return with his possessions. So, he's on the other side of the river from his family and his flocks and he's alone. He decides to commune with God and an angel appeared and he had to wrestle this angel until daybreak. And it never explained why. For fun? He was praying to God and God was like, go wrestle his ass till the sun comes up. (laughs) And this this angel appeared. I imagine it was like when Dutch and Dylan meet in Predator and he goes, Dylan, you son of a bitch. And they (laughs) clasp hands real hard like that. That was Jacob and the devil just... Not the Jacob devil. Jacob and the devil. <laughs> the, the angel. I wish it was the, the devil. <laughs> Jacob and the angel just as soon as they see each other start walking towards each other like let's fucking do it.
0: No, but I don't think they were friendly. I think Jacob was like ready to stop. Like at first he's like, all right, it's kind of fun. And then after the, you know, first hour or two he's like, all right. I'm ready to move on and the angel just keeps going and it'd be even better or worse depending on your perspective if the angel was kind of a boner mon- the whole time. <laughs> and that it was John Travolta's character, Michael, that angel.
1: Kind of sweet and smells like cookies. Hey, uh, maybe they were just grab assing. What do you mean? Just rolling around and giggling. Yeah. The angel showed up and he was like, man, are you bored as hell out here? Like, yeah, this is the <laughs> desert. There's nothing to do out here. My family and my flocks are on the other side of the river. And the angel's like, yeah, man, me too. <laughs> you want to wrestle? You want to wrestle the sun comes up? Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Or they could have just been fucking and whoever was writing this part of the Bible was... Oh,
1: let's say we were
0: wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Now, Jacob is still in good favor with God right now?
1: At that time, yeah.
0: Why? Isn't it against God's will to have multiple wives? And mm-hmm. Not at that time. You know, it's verses like that. I guarantee you that justified like Joseph Smith in Mormonism and other religions that hell yeah say see look the bible says it's okay to have multiple wives or
1: lovers well Jacob's father Isaac he died at age 180 they buried him Jacob got back together with his brother Esau and they buried their father in the cave of the patriarchs which their grandfather Abraham had purchased as the family burial plot so Jacob's second to last son Joseph he was the guy with a coat of many colors. When he thought Joseph oh. was dead, Jacob tore his clothes off.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, I'm lost. Joseph, where did Joseph come from?
1: Well, Joseph was one of Jacob's sons.
0: Okay, Jake, because we were, were on Jacob yeah. right now, right? Okay, and you're saying Joseph was his son. Yeah, okay.
1: remember I said Rachel finally bore two sons and yeah. they were Joseph and Benjamin. Okay, I For forgot. second to last son was Joseph.
0: He's the asshole with the- the He had a bunch of,
1: yeah, with a Technicolor dream cut. Yeah. When Jacob thought that Joseph was dead, this is what they used to do back when they got up in the old days and they got upset, they would tear their clothes off. He'd go like, oh, shit, and (laughs) rip his robe and instead put on sacks, sackcloth.
0: Wait, you don't do that? I do that whenever I get a bad review of our show on Apple Podcasts.
1: Uh no I tell some I just yell at that person and tell him to kiss my white ass. <laughs> so I'm gonna skip a little bit of stuff here because Jesus these guys lives I mean they live forever. Jacob eventually went by the name Israel. His sons were the twelve tribes of Israel. He died. Jacob died at the age of 147.
0: Now wait, so was the country of Israel named after I think this so, guy? Jacob. Yeah. So Jake. Uh, okay. I'm learning a lot today. Or I am i guess I, ugh, cause I've forgotten most of this. Okay, anything else on Jacob? No, that's it.
1: He just, He's dead now. Is
0: his son Joshua? Oh, God damn, I hope he's dead by now. Is Joshua his son in the top ten?
1: You mean? Or not Joshua. Joseph. Uh,
0: Joseph, sorry. Yes,
1: Joseph is number nine. Knew it. He was mentioned 246 times in the Bible. Joseph's story is just as fucking crazy as Jacob's. I'll be the judge of that. Jacob's 11th son was Joseph. Uh, Joseph was his favorite son for God knows what reason. The coat? Yeah, well, Jacob bought Joseph this amazing looking coat with many different colors on it. It was a, probably a rainbow and his brothers were like, this guy looks like an asshole. And, you know, dad favors this ding dong. But we're sick of him. Yeah, they said it just like that. They plotted to kill him, but instead of killing him, they sold him into slavery. And the slavers took him to Egypt and he was thrown into a prison there. But the Pharaoh had these crazy dreams and no one could interpret them. Joseph was given a chance to interpret them and he interpreted them correctly and he advised them to store grain at certain times and then there was a famine and because they had stored all this grain, they survived the famine.
0: Yeah, I know. But why would they believe him,
1: Joseph? I don't know. He, I don't know. Okay. So, he rose to become the vizier. Vizier, it's like the advisor to the Pharaoh, the second most powerful man in Egypt next to the Pharaoh. And then his family during the famine made their way back to Egypt. That's how he reconnected with them. He lived to the age of 110. Yeah. And when the children of Israel, Israel left Egypt later when Moses took him out of Egypt, he requested, and this is like a long time later, they bring his bones back to the promised land. So, the whole time they're wandering around in the desert for like 40 years, they're also carrying Joseph's bones.
0: <sighs> well, Brandon, I have it in my will that you carry my bones to our promised land. dropping them. You're not going to carry him?
1: No. There's two left.
0: Well, I know number one. And so, now it's just a matter of who is number six.
1: Let me give you... Luke? No. It's is a... it a disciple? No. It's an Old Testament. He played second banana to Moses. He was a prophet, high priest, and the brother of Moses. He was played by Aaron Paul in the movie where Christian Bale was Moses. Did I miss that movie? And that was a big clue because his name is Aaron. a A-A-ron. Aaron. What movie is that? Gods and Kings or something. Christian uh, Bale is Moses. Yeah, I didn't see that. All right. Aaron. Aaron. You never hear about Aaron. We're going to learn a little bit about Aaron. Tell
0: me about Aaron.
1: He is kind of a second banana. And he really only gets mentioned so much because of his close proximity to old Moses. Aaron's number six on the list. He's mentioned 342 times in the Bible. Like I said, he was a prophet, a high priest, and the brother of Moses. So Aaron did not grow up in the royal Egyptian court like his brother Moses. He grew up with the rest of the Israelite slaves in eastern Egypt Uh, but when his brother Moses confronted the Egypt king about the Israelites later Aaron served as his brother's spokesman remember i told you Moses was like me not talk so good
0: yes so eloquently you put that
1: me need brother speak and Aaron came and he he was the spokesman to the pharaoh that's how he came to be known as a prophet he first functioned as Moses's because Moses complained he couldn't speak well, God appointed Aaron as Moses' prophet. Now, at Moses' command, Aaron let his rod turn into a snake. What? You remember this? Moses yeah. is proving that God is on his team. And he says, Aaron, let your rod turn into a snake. Picky bam rod, his rod was a snake. And then he said, Aaron, stretch out your rod in order to bring on the first three plagues. Aaron, then Aaron stretched out his rod and the first three plagues came. Now, I
0: stretch out my rod all the time and there's no plagues.
1: But after that, Moses said, all right, I'm going to act and speak for myself. You're done stretching your rod out or turning it into a snake.
0: Now, how did they know that he wasn't, it wasn't God on his side and he wasn't just practicing witchcraft
1: or some shit? Well, they didn't. Sometimes they did kill people for that. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that Moses was not permitted to enter the promised land. He died within sight of it. The land of Canaan, the land of milk and honey. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, Aaron was also not permitted to enter Canaan with the Israelites. And the reason that they didn't get in there is because the two brothers showed impatience at this place called Meribah. In the last year of... So, they've been wandering around the desert for 39 years. In the last year of their wandering around the desert, Moses brought water out of a rock. To quench people's thirst. Now God had said, commanded them to speak to the rock. Instead, Moses struck it with a staff twice. God construed that as displaying a lack of deference. Dif- dif- he was like, "You're disrespecting me. I told you to speak to the rock, not hit it two times with a stick." This is the stupidest shit I've heard. <laughs> I know today. that was known as the incident at Meribah, where God was like, "I told you not to. I told you <laughs> not to hit that with a stick." Told you to speak with God, chill
0: out, bro. It's gonna be fine. So, after that, (laughs) why Aaron, why do you want him to speak to the rock so bad? I mean, I get it. I want to talk to the rock really bad, too. I don't know
1: why. I guess Aaron took kind of like most of the heat for this. So, Aaron and his son, Eliezer, and Moses went up uh, to the top of a mountain called Hor, Mount Hor. Love Mount Hor. H O R. So, on top of Mount Hor is where Moses was like, all right, Aaron, you're going to take the heat for this. He stripped Aaron of his priestly garments uh-huh. and he transferred those to Eleazar, and he's like, now you get to be the high priest. And then Aaron died on the summit of that mountain. Just fell dead? I guess so. The people mourned him for 30 days. He was 123 years old.
0: Okay, it's time to go anyway, right? Well, like... why would you
1: strip off a 123-year-old man's clothes?
0: I, now, are these guys like a young 123 or you know I, what I mean? Because I, he's in the desert.
1: Mm, I, I don't imagine diet's probably so. not
0: the best. Now, when they set out, did Moses know that it would be 40 years or did God leave that little detail no, out? No,
1: I think he told him. He was like, now you got to wander around for 40 years. I don't know why you would keep wondering. Why wouldn't you just sit in one place and be like, I'm yeah, not doing Yeah, just camp it. out. I'm just sitting. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm going to live to be 190. I got time. Yeah. All right. Tell me, who is the most mentioned person in the Bible?
0: That would be Jesus.
1: It is Jesus. Listener of the show. Jesus, number one, most mentioned person in the Bible. 1,281 times he's mentioned.
0: Not that many more than the number two, David. No.
1: Most people know the story about Jesus fairly well. It's crammed down everybody's throats.
0: Give them the broad strokes.
1: The uh, biblical scholars agree on a few things about old Jesus. He was born of a virgin, goes by the name of Mary. He was a human being who is also fully God. He did not sin. He was martyred and buried in a tomb. He rose from the dead on the third day. He eventually ascended back to God the Father and will return to earth. Right, If you believe in Jesus the Christ, that's the main beats that people believe. Okay. And what I wanted to talk about and mention about Jesus were his superhero powers. Yeah. Sometimes he cured people just by saying a few words. Mm -hmm. Or putting his hand on them. Right. Other times he uses material such as spit and mud. Do you remember that? Spit and mud? There was a blind guy. He said, Jesus, my eyes, they don't work so good. Jesus spit in the mud and then he took the muddy spit and he rubbed it on the guy's eyes and then he could see. Now, you know that... He just wanted an excuse to s- rub muddy yeah, spit on because, that guy's eyes.
0: Because the curing of blindness, there's no actual like recipe for it. You just do whatever the fuck, right? He could have just said something or waved his hand in front of his face. No, but he spit in the mud. He turned around at those
1: guys. And he's like, "Watch well, you me make him smear shit <laughs> in his eyes?
0: <laughs> exactly. So, he also... He fed a bunch of people with just a loaf of bread I'm and getting fish. To that.
1: All right, all right. I got my own list here. So, healing and curing, he could exercise demons. He did that a few times. Now, do,
0: when you say exercise, do you, nope, we know not if he used... No, not a stupid, stupid used... joke. No, <laughs> it's not a stupid joke. Do
1: we know if they used weights or a treadmill? So, he could resurrect the dead. He did that a few times too. And he had control over nature. He turned water into wine. Yep. Do you remember one time they're all fishing out there and they threw their nets on one side and they got no fish and he was like, you punks, I'll make you fishers of men. Throw those nets on the other side. They threw the nets on the other side and they're like, holy shit, the boat's going to sink. This thing's so full of fish. Yeah. That was a superpower.
0: Is that him just showing off?
1: Yeah. He fed, you're right, he did feed thousands with that kid's uh, shitty lunch of (laughs) fish and bread.
0: Okay, come on, back then that would have been a hell of a
1: lunch. Just some like fish, like a dead fish.
0: It's better than fucking sticks and leaves or whatever the hell else they were eating, mud.
1: They're not eating sticks and leaves. Now, they always just call it fish and in the pictures when I was a kid, they looked, they would just draw a fish. Or like they handed handing out just a piece of a dead fish to everybody. What? Everybody got a little piece of dead fish? Uh, well, you could cook it. He could walk I on mean, water. Yeah. He could calm a storm. One time he was asleep in the boat when they were fishing and a big storm blew up and they're like, oh shit, should we wake up Jesus? We're scared shitless. I don't know why they didn't just do it, but he, when he woke up, he got mad at them. He kind of like scolded them. He was like, act like a bunch of bitches you have no faith <laughs> he's like, of course a storm isn't going to capsize the boat with the son of God in it and then he was like alright storm stop and then the storm stopped and he's like you guys are just a bunch of pansies he cursed a fig tree once and then the fig tree withered and died and he also made birds out of clay and then brought them to life what? Uh, some of
0: this shit is just flexing I mean... That last one is a cool trip.
1: Yeah, no, that's... I bet he got laid after doing that.
0: (laughs) Mary Magdalene, if she saw that, that might have been where it first happened.
1: Say, baby, you said you like birds? (laughs) Check out this mud ball. (laughs) Tweet, 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 (laughs) tweet. Okay, so you got them all. Yeah. Eventually. Those are the uh, 10 most... Yeah, what what are are we going to call this thing? 10 most... 10 most lovable Bible characters. 10 most popular Bible characters. That's misleading. It is misleading because there's no way that someone's like, my favorite character is Saul. <laughs> or Aaron. a Aaron. So, listen, here's the top 10 list again. Number 10 on the list was Paul. Nine yeah. was Joseph. Eight, we had Solomon. Wise old Solomon. Number seven, we had Abraham, also known as Abram. Number six was Aaron. Number five was Saul. Number four was Jacob. Number three, Moses. Number two, David. Number one. In our hearts and on the list, Jesus, Jesus the Christ.
0: Jesus the man, the myth, the legend, tennis patron, in fact.
1: That's it. We did it. Thank you, Southern Nazarene University. Yes,
0: today's sponsor. That was an interesting ass list because I think we all took a trip down memory lane or learned for the first time crazy ass shit that happened in the Bible.
1: I got some good pictures of Abraham about to kill his son for you.
0: Well, send them my way. But you know, if he had gone through with this and God didn't stop him or the angel didn't stop him, what's next? Did he not question, why am I doing this,
1: God? Why can't I just
0: sacrifice an animal?
1: I don't know. Have you ever brought your kid home from the park with like a bruise on their knee or God forbid on their face? I think it would be a lot like that except you'd be like, uh, the good news is God is really pleased with us right now. (laughs) He was a little too ready to kill his son, I think. Yeah, well, luckily, God's not pulling any of that stuff anymore.
0: Well, we did it, Brandon. Are you, uh, do you feel closer to God now?
1: Kind of feel closer to Abraham.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm a little in uh, David's boat here. Just see Bathsheba across the way there. Just pulling up pornob.com
1: slash Bathsheba. <laughs>
0: Bathsheba. Well, this has been episode 76 of the Tennis Podcast. And 77. Sorry, 77. Shame on me. Feel free to sacrifice me now. If you enjoyed this show, I do encourage you to go rate us five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Podchaser, Stitcher. Brandon, hmm. should they follow you on Twitter? Sure, you can do that at Sidekick Host. Follow me at Nick underscore E-M-E-L and you can also follow the Tennis Podcast at Tennis Pod, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. If you have any list ideas, send them our way. Otherwise, we'll be back next week, episode 78, with hashtag next notes. Good deal, everybody. Good deal. God bless you, Uh, and goodbye.